Welcome to Soccer, a perspective for parents, where we'll be discussing what the coaches and refs really wish you, the parent, knew about the beautiful game. The goal of this podcast is to bridge the knowledge gap between the parents, that's you, and the coaches and refs. I will attempt to explain the game and rules in a way you can understand. That way, when you're out there watching Timmy, you can just enjoy the game. Alright, today we're going to be talking center midfielders. Center midfielders are generally considered the main passer on the team. They're the linchpin between the offense and the defense. They're usually one of the most talented ball possessors on the team, being that they're in the middle of the field in all the traffic, they have to be able to handle the ball very well. Speed is not really as crucial to them because they're not really in an open area trying to outrun people. They're more uh, agile. They need to be more agile, so they're looking to be a little quicker on their feet. The term box-to-box is usually used to describe the center midfielders. This just means that they're supposed to be playing from the top of one 18-yard box to the top of the other 18-yard box. That's where the term box-to-box comes from. They must have good field awareness and know where all their teams and the opposing teammates are at all times. It's expected of them to have good peripheral vision so they can see what's going on around them. There's three types of these guys. Center attacking and defensive. Center mids are the traditional style of playing this position. They're generally between the defense and the forwards. They have a balance of attacking and defensive responsibilities. Then you have what they call attacking center midfielders. Attacking center midfielders play a little forward of where the center mids would traditionally play. They're behind and closer to the forwards, and they generally help mainly in the attack. Then you have the defending center midfielders. Defending center midfielders generally play a little behind where the traditional center midfielders are. They're in front of and closer to the defenders. They mainly help in the defense. All right, the main responsibilities of center midfielders. Center midfielders are considered your playmakers. So one of their main responsibilities is making plays. They are generally expected to dictate the tempo of the play, being that they see the ball a lot. They're expected to keep possession of the ball in the center because the more you have possession of the ball, the more chances you have to score. And since the ball comes through them a lot, they're going to see it a lot. They're expected to keep it. Also, one of their main responsibilities is to create goal-scoring opportunities, whether that's shooting it themselves from top of the 18 or outside the 18-yard box, beating the forwards with high-percenter chances, or sending the ball out to the wings so the wings can get a cross in. The center midfielders are still expected to support the defense. They may not drop all the way back into the back, but they're expected to get back on the defensive side of the ball when the team loses the ball. That way they can help out. Another responsibility of the center midfielders is to maintain their position. This is highly important because they're the center of the field. If they get out of position and leave the center of the field open, it's vulnerable to attacks, and generally the attack runs through the center of midfield, so therefore if they're not in position, they can't feed the ball that they need to. Attacking center midfielders drop the majority of their responsibilities on the defensive side of the ball and are expected to work more offensively. That's not to say they're completely absolved from defense because they still have to come back and help, like everybody, but they're way more offensive-focused. They're expected to find very high percentage chances for their forwards. They're expected to play through balls and stuff like that to their forwards to give them a uh, attack to give them shots on goal. Along with feeding high percentage chances, they're expected to take shots when they get the opportunity. They're up front forward, push more forward, so generally they're top of the 18 yard box in the 18 yard box. So if that opportunity comes, they're expected to take the shot and they're expected to finish. They're also expected to create odd number opportunities on the attack by pushing up high 
and overloading the defense, confusing the defense. Attacking center midfielders are expected to push high into the attack. This will cause odd number opportunities, distract the defense from what the forwards are doing, and create space for the forwards, allowing the forwards more opportunity to score. Defending center midfielders generally drop majority of the attacking responsibilities for more defensive work. They're expected to maintain position to help break up any attacks that come through the middle. They're expected to pick up a man on the mark. Generally, it's going to be another center midfielder, but that depends on what the other team is playing. When their team goes on the attack, they're expected to push their attack as high as possible without getting out of position. They do this to try and break up any attack coming from the other team before it gets too deep and too dangerous on the other on our end of the field. They also need to help communicate uh, about any threats the defense isn't aware of, but that's kind of a responsibility of the entire team. The entire team needs to be talking about threats that people don't see. Some qualities of good center midfielders. They need to have sound decision-making. That way they can play the right ball when the right ball is there. They need to have the ability to read the game and great field awareness. They need to have above-average ball control skills because, they're, like I said, they're in the middle of the field. All the congestion, all the people, they need to be able to move the ball around. They need to have above-average passing. They're expected to hit those long passes, those short passes. Whatever pass there is, they need to be able to hit it. They need to have the ability to create and find space. They need to be able to handle pressure. They're going to see the ball a lot. They're going to be forced to move the ball around. They're going to have a lot of pressure on them. They can't handle that pressure. They generally don't need to be in the center of the field. They need to be creative. Being creative helps a lot. Finding passes that people aren't expecting is a huge part of being in the center midfield. They need to be a good communicator. They need to be able to talk to their teammates that are around them and let them know what's going on. They need to have good physical fitness. They can be on the field for long periods of time, generally the entire game, because they're generally one of the best players on the field. So coaches like to have them there for long periods of time because they're playmakers. They make stuff happen on the field. Being able to play on the field for long periods of time is generally referred to as having an engine. They need to have the ability to turn in traffic. And what turn in traffic means is to be able to turn the ball 180 degrees with people all around you. So if you receive with your back to the opposing goal, you need to be able to turn 180 so you're facing the opponent's goal in tight traffic. You need to be able to shield the ball well. Generally what shield the ball is, is keeping the person off the ball while you maintain control of the ball. Uh, shielding is something everybody needs to be able to do, but it's very important in that center part of the field. To go along with that, they need to be strong on the ball. They need to be able to stay on the ball when somebody hits them. And they need to be able to use both feet while in traffic, make passes with both feet. Using both feet is very important for all positions in soccer, but it's very important in that center part of the field. Okay, I'm list off some famous center midfielders here so you can watch and see who you like. We've got Steven Gerrard, Luka Modric, Tony Cruz, Davi, Iniesta, Frank Lampard, Roy Keane, David Silva. I really like David Silva. Paul Scholes, Yaya Torre, Cesc Fabregas, Paul Pogba, Mesut Ozil, Juan Mata. One of my favorite all-time attacking center midfielders is Ronaldinho. I think Ronaldinho's ball control is brilliant. If you want to see what an attacking center midfielder looks like, Watch out, Ronaldinho. I'm going to butcher this name, but he's generally considered one of the best defensive center midfielders right now. Nagolo Conte. Uh, I think he plays for Man City. Go watch him. Great example of a defensive center midfielder. All right, so now we have some of the best American 
center mids to play the game. Claudio Reyna. He was coming up when I was young. I loved, loved me some Claudio Reyna. Cab Ramos. Michael Bradley. I was always kind of not a big Bradley fan, but he was pretty good. Weston McKinney, currently playing. Sebastian Leggett. Uh, a lot of people talk really good about him. I haven't got to watch him enough. Thanks for listening. And as always, remember that the kids are out there to have fun, and let's have a good day.